This is the profession podcast where we're going to be discussing the profession of social work here in Uganda, its impacts, achievements, and also ups and downs, plus hearing from the different social work practitioners on the different challenges that have been addressed and those that have not yet been addressed and what solutions do they have to overcome the challenges that have not yet been addressed. Yes, hello everyone. Welcome to yet again another episode of the Profession Podcast. It is me, Tenyo Jim Owen Monja speaking, your host. And uh, today is another episode. It is going to be quite spicy. An episode that is based on inspiration and it's going to be very, very much inspirational. Today we are going to speak about resilience and what does it take for someone that is mentally ill to be resilient and beat the odds, you know, in the different sectors of life. Yes, uh, we are also going to hear about um, a comment that came in from one of the listeners uh, regarding the former episode that stated on how informed should we be when it comes to mental health, you know, whether we are learned or not learned. And I wanted to enjoy this comment. Hi, Jim. Thank you so much for the work you're doing. I enjoy your podcast content. My name is Yvonne. I would like to comment that Ugandans are speaking for some Ugandans. Uh, we we need sensitization on mental health. Uh, I would beg to defer that it's not that we don't want, it's because we don't know. So if we had more of the platforms like yours that would sensitize us on mental health, we would treat the mentally ill differently. Thank you once again for your content. I love it. God bless. Well, first of all, I would like to appreciate... Uh uh, Yvonne for coming through, you know, commenting and, you know, understanding uh, the struggles that the mentally ill go through. You know, when you recognize them, uh, the struggles that the mentally ill go through, you're able to see them from a different lens, you know, a lens uh, where you can be able to understand them and you be like they're all human. And understanding that uh, mental health or someone or anyone can suffer from any mental attack. And uh, basically, to answer that, I can say that sensitization is going on, but in very many uh, formats. And I can say that uh, as social workers here in Uganda, you know, there is need uh, to come up with other strategies and modify the old ones, you know, if if there need be, they eliminate some of them, you know. And uh, through this, like through such platforms, podcasts, you know, the internet and also you know, uh, partnering with different NGOs and organizations and uh, educating people about mental health even in school, you know, it would be uh, a thing that people would understand, you know. But um, diving into today's theme of resilience, uh, we are going to, you know, hear a conversation that I shared with a lady, you know, that, you know, inspired me yesterday. I managed to take a glance at you know a piece of literature that she wrote herself you know it's her personal story and uh, it was so inspirational I was so much impressed and flabbergasted so basically you're going to listen in uh, to a conversation that I shared with her and I hope you enjoy it you are Miss Veronica yeah. so basically tell me about your life like how how was your life in here as a patient of bipolar like how did you find the hospital to be 
when they when you first came in here for admission? I think I came to this hospital when I was an adolescent. Mm. I was around 16 years. Okay. And because I was seeing doctors in private hospitals, mm. but the psychiatrist I had to see was carrying out a clinic here. Yeah. So I had to come to Butabika because the psychiatrist I was seeing then mm. was an adolescent psychiatrist called Dr. Dr. Nakasi. And that's how I ended up coming to Butabika. Okay. So one, as we share this broadcast, I want to encourage people, do not just run to private hospitals if you're seeking for mental health, mm. because you can get the same service at this place. Okay. There's a stigma we allude to Butabika, in that even if a person comes to hospital for medical attention and someone calls them, yes. we have someone who will say, I'm somewhere else because they don't want to relate themselves to Butabika. Mm. Everyone fears someone who goes to Butabika. Yes. But I want to show the world you can come you can be a person who comes to Butabika and you're thriving in a normal life. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, what people think about you should be none of your business. Mm. When you read the Bible in Proverbs 29:25, it says whenever you fear people's opinions, mm. You, you will lead a very sad life. Yes. So what people think about you because you have epilepsy, because you have bipolar, because you have diabetes, mm. these are just tags. Yes. Epilepsy is just a tag. Yeah. Just like anyone can have hypertension, HIV, is some, it's the way someone can have epilepsy. Mm. So make sure people's opinions about you should be none of your business. Yes. In regard to the question you were asking, how did I find this place? Mm. I found this place very conducive okay. because my parents have been able to bring me to this place for 20 years and we have been able, it hasn't been very expensive compared to other private hospitals. Mm. You find when we're dealing in private hospitals, you would find an injection in Butabika at 30,000, yes. but find the same injection in a private hospital mm. at 600,000. Yeah. So what, did, what am I trying to bring out? Let's stop the stigma we allude to this place because we don't know what we are missing out. Mm. There are very many brain scans that are done in this place that mm. you will go to other private centers and they charge you lots of money. Yes. So let's make Butabika a place where we choose to rejoice in it yeah. because myself i have been on the haldo injection for bipolar for over 15 years mm. but i've realized this place is very excellent yeah. it is very conducive it's very quiet mm. that's why the bible says give honor where it's due yeah. i applaud the president of uganda his excellence yuri kaguta museveni mm. for availing such a facility in uganda yes. because in, even in Africa, because people come from Congo to come to this facility. Mm. It is a very special facility mm. where we are speaking these things about the Museveni government and the NRM. Yes. Let's applaud him for this, for this step he has taken to make sure there is medication in Butabika. Yes. Because this medication is free of charge. Mm. If you don't want to go in the general outpatient, there is a private wing you can come to and it's affordable to an average Ugandan. Yeah, like, okay, uh, adding on that, me as a person... Uh, I've also been coming here for treatment for yeah. close to eight years now. Yeah. And the place is kind of, it's conducive. Uh, people, like, you know, you get the, the care you need. Mm. Because I went for MRI scans, I went for EEG back then when I was in Mulago. Yeah. But, you know, these tests are really so expensive. Mm. And you find that the costs, mm. you know, they double. Yeah. You know, even things that you would have used the money for 
Mm. But you know, a place like this one, sometimes you know they cut off the cost of you going out there and you begin getting medication. True. And sometimes I come here, I get the medication for free, mm. like free of charge. True. You know, and True. it helps me. It has helped me. I've been able to go through school. Now mm. I'm going to complete, mm. and I just feel like. You know, people should be able to be aware. You know, it happens. Yeah. And as you've said, you know, what they say about the mentally ill, or if you're mentally ill, they shouldn't have that label on you as a person. True. So usually it's not your business, and they should just, you know, live and be in, you know, just take your mind off those words. Yeah. So basically, um, another question from uh, from me to you. Uh, tell me about. I've read I've read a portion on how you were stigmatized in school. Like, bring that in a broader spectrum. Like. Okay. Thank you very much. Stigma in relation to mental health is really so so much. Mm. You realize a person with HIV can never be. Con- terminated because someone knows they're HIV positive. Yes. But when someone gets to know that you are bipolar, they will terminate your contract. Yes. What am I trying to say? In school, I was very stigmatized. Mm. Where even students would go and speak things about me I've not done, mm. but because they know at that point in life, you are not in your right sense. Yes. You realize my trigger has been running after men, that whenever I got an attack, I would run after man. Mm. I've, I've run after so many men because whenever this attack came, I was not under control, mm. and I would get a spirit convincing me that this man is marrying me. Yes. I would go ahead and organize weddings, mm. but actually, in the actual sense, there was nothing. Mm. What am I speaking about this? You guys, stigma is so real. Yeah. And we should fight not only in Uganda but in the world. Mm. Because you realize most of us are stigmatized to the point that we don't fit in society. Definitely. You realize everyone calls us all sorts of names, you know? Yeah. At the end of the day, we live very shameful and disgraceful lives because of people's opinions. Mm. But as a patient going through epilepsy, going through bipolar... Yeah. Make sure you learn how to love yourself because no one is going to love you. Everyone has what they're going through. Yes. So yours may be epilepsy, the other may be bipolar, and may be HIV. Mm. And as long as you understand that these are just tags, mm. you will get to love yourself. Yes. Learn to love yourself. Mm. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm. You are a masterpiece. Mm. It doesn't matter what has happened to you. God doesn't make mistakes. Mm. So let me encourage patients. Make sure you learn to love yourself. Mm. Learn to love yourself. What people think about you is none of your business. Yeah, definitely. You see, a lot happens. Me as a person, I was stigmatized so much in school. And you find that people who are supposed to be your friends, you know, they just go off. And recently, I was in school and I had a relapse. So... I was told I was doing laundry and I just had a relapse. And upon waking up, of course, I was in the school clinic. But the person that helped me out was so much threatened, was so much looked at, I don't know, as 
a person like you know we do not want to associate with you because you've associated with a person who is epileptic mm. you see mm. and they, they i hear they told him you see when you touch his saliva you'll get the epilepsy mm. you see when you when you when you touch him you'll get the epilepsy all that and this boy he's a freshman i've been through campus for some good time he's a freshman He's seeing this for the first time. Mm. So I went off. I had like a full week off and coming back, he's asking me questions. And the good thing, he wanted to know about it mm. because he has seen this for the first time. And I had to educate him more. Thank the Lord, uh, me as a person, my mom is a medical personnel. Mm. And thanks to her that I had to come here for medication. Mm. So, so he had to he had to be educated yeah. on 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 how to handle people that are epileptic and what yeah. first aid can yeah. be given. Yeah. You see? Yeah. But when I was through school and especially high school you know being stigmatized people looked at me and they were like i don't know whether for you you can even fit in a community mm. you see mm. when a person comes to talk to you the others come in disguise others come faithfully and they truly understand what you're going through yes. as a person mm. but others just come to talk to you because maybe you've got something that they want mm. and then when you don't have it mm. they will leave sure. and they can even spend you know whole time when I was mm. talking to you and definitely I've, I'm still experiencing this as a person mm. you know, people spend people spend a full semester mm. when I was talking to you mm. because you are who you are at mm. that moment mm. yes mm. because ever since I came out and told them you see you people I'm epileptic mm. oh my god they were looking at me and they're all like what it's like they they had had this for the first time, and when I gave them the way out, of course, that is that is when I kind of had to, I can say, break down psychologically somehow. But I went and shared this with my therapist, and the therapist had to you know, put me back in line and encourage me. But I understand stigma is real; it's very much real. You know, and for me, I just keep. Uh, this in my heart that when I live for some people's uh, acceptance, eh? mm. like if I accept the names they call me, then definitely, you know, you suffer from their, yeah, the sadness mm. that on you as a person. So I understand that stigma is very, very real, and let the people out there know that stigma exists, but we can all come together and fight it. Mm. Everyone is human. Yeah. Yes. So another question, like after school, now you're like after school. This is the last question. After school, um, now how did you find the job world to be? I'm here to help you as a young person yes. because your experience is epilepsy. Yes. And trust me, mm. as long as you trust in the Lord. Yeah. When you read the Bible in Isaiah 40, 14, mm. verse twenty-seven, mm. it says that no force of darkness yes. 
can stop what God has planned for you. Yeah. So let me encourage you as a, an epileptical person. Mm. As long as you are connected to God, nothing is going to nothing is going to thwart the plan of God for your life. Yes. I can testify I have done over eight international contracts and I'm just 34 years. Mm. But why have I been able to have these contracts? Right, I've been getting them and getting sick. Yes. But I'm trying to show you, mm. we all have a blessing before God okay. that no one can play in. Mm. That however much the devil is fighting to bring you sickness to play in your blessing, yes. as long as you're connected to God, you will mm. thrive. Yes. Just like I told you, everyone is going through something. Mm. Make sure, above all, learn how to look after yourself. What am I trying to bring about? Let me bring a very practical example. Yes. We've heard how the first lady in Uganda has been stigmatized, Mama Janet Museveni. Mm. I don't know if you know that story of how she used to be epileptical her entire life. Okay. And why is she now? She's a first lady. Mm. Didn't the president have other women he had to marry? But why did he marry the first lady? Mm. What am I showing you? It doesn't matter what you're going through. Yes. That, you, that you will get a wife who will understand you for who you are. Mm. These things people are telling you are here because you bring out saliva when, you know, that is none of your business. Mm. You'll get a person who will understand and they will want exactly who you are. Yes. Who will love you for who you are at the end of the day. Mm. Because what people forget, God looks at the heart, mm. but man looks at the outside. Yes. So even if you have something deformed about your body, Mm. That is that, that can't affect you from prospering in life. Mm. Because as long as you're positive and making sure you're not like you're not allowing people's words to like to poison you, yes. you will achieve a lot. Mm. Because as long as you are human, mm. anyone can go through a mental health attack. But when you look at me, do I look to have any problem? No. So make sure you are positive. And let me finish by telling you what people think about you should be none of your business. Definitely. So Thank you very much. Everyone, just look out for the book Hope Amidst Bipolar. By Nav Veronica Mirembe. Veronica Mirembe. On Amazon, it's there at $9. Mm. And you can get it from me directly. My phone number is plus 256-788-892-477. I do mental health counseling with adolescents. Yes. Because I got bipolar as an adolescent. Okay. Thank you very much. Hey there. Hope this episode has been very much educational to you. Well, thanks to Veronica that we've been able to come through with this episode. And I hope this conversation uh, educates so many souls out there. Mental health is real and it is a priority to all of us. Find this podcast on Google Podcasts and find it on Anchor, Spotify, as well as Amazon Music. From me to you, I'll keep counting your blessings and may the Lord bless you.